Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Man, hey, I don't know, man. We're like in like no man's land right now, the Eagles. I don't know. Barrett Brooks, Dan Cilio, the middle. Friendships are determining whether a player is going to go somewhere or not. No way. Get out of here. No way. No it just doesn't way. happen. Uh, players know it's a dog you dog world. Though. Right, Barrett? That? It's a good doc connector where you right. go, right. hey, I know that Russell Wilson and, um, you know, Deshaun and Jalen and all these guys are boys and such, but, dude, I'm not going to call you up and go like this. Hey, you know, I know that's your job. That's why I'm not going to take the Philadelphia Eagle gig if you're Deshaun Watson. <laughs> Man, that, that's not going to work like that. No, not even close. Not even close. It it it, it can't work like that. You know, you okay, have friends. Bro. That means that means on the field, your friend, you're not going to win a game because you don't want your friend to lose. Man, I don't care about my friend in this. Right. <laughs> hey, I don't give a shit about my friend in this. Right. I want to do something here. I want I want to throw this at you. By the way. How about it's um, being reported now that Julio Jones is going to join Tom Brady in Tampa? Come on, man. That's not even fair. And Tom Brady um, reached out to Julio and said, why don't you come on down? And he'll go down there for, for, for less money easily. He'll go <laughs> See, for a better medium, minimum. If you're a big-time wide receiver, are you going to Philadelphia for less money? <laughs> you're going to Tampa for less money, right? Bro, did you read um did you read the the 33rd um the 33rd team that article no. um Joe Mar- Banner put up on it? Tell me about Jalen Hurts and him saying um <laughs> uh, him saying that um that's why the Eagles went out there and was so hell bent on making sure Hurts was a you know, yeah, Hurts is our guy and pumping him up only because they want to increase his value. Yeah. Makes sense to me. No, it completely makes sense to me. This is a prime example here of what Xander told me yesterday about the Eagle fan base. I put this poll up. What is more well, – you and I talked about this too yesterday. What is more of a gamble for the Eagles? All in on Deshaun Watson or a gamble on Jalen Hurts? More of a gamble's on Jalen Hurts 60-40. Who are the 40% that are saying Deshaun Watson is a gamble? Where are you getting that? He's a gamble. You don't even know what you really have with Jalen. How do you know he's not a one-year wonder? And and quite frankly, here, man, that guy's got at least three to four more years. You're not going to see the same level of improvement that you saw with Josh Allen. He doesn't have that skill set that Josh Allen has. When I see Josh Allen, and I saw Josh Allen even at freaking Wyoming. You know why Josh Allen's a better player today, Barrett? <laughs> he was up in Wyoming with a coach who was under 500. And when he was in high school, he was not recruited highly. So think about it. In four years of high school, in four years or three years at Wyoming, he got shit coaching. Right. He goes to Sean McDermott's group and Brian Dayball and Ken Dorsey and all them dudes up there. 
he got better coaching. This is the best time that Josh Allen has had as a, as a player with the coaching that's helping him become a better player. Absolutely. This is the best time. That's why you're seeing the massive improvement in the kid. And that's exactly why he still has some more to go because he just that's learned right. his game three years ago. Uh, same thing with Jordan Malata. He didn't know how to be a football player. So we've only seen him scratch the surface on how good he could be, you know what I'm saying, let alone how good he's going to be. So same thing. Well, it, it, it may it may equate to Jalen, but not so far as, you know, because, I mean, he has some pretty good coaching in Alabama, which got him better. Then, you and, know, and Riley, in Oklahoma. Lincoln Riley got him to another level. Now he's with NFL coaches. He may get to another level. But we know Deshaun Watson is, 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 is ready. We, we've seen him be ready. We know what he brings to the table as far as, you know, as a passer, as being an athlete. He does it all. How about this, Barrett? The Saints are now having their third meeting today with Sean Watson. Where are the Eagles? <laughs> or are you under the belief? Hey, hey, hey Barrett, is it, it? do you believe this? I said this yesterday on the afternoon show. Do you don't you think that there's certain teams that go to Nick Casario, the general manager of the Texans, and say this? Look, whatever Cleveland's doing, they want to be public with it. Whatever um, you know, Atlanta's doing, whatever uh Carolina's doing, we'd like to keep it on the down low here because what we're trying to do is maintain the value of our quarterback. And as soon as you go out, you know, they're talking if they don't land Deshaun Watson um, in Cleveland, they're talking about bringing Jameis Winston in to compete with Baker Mayfield for the job. <laughs> okay, so that thing is a train wreck in Cleveland. Yeah, and get this. Watch this. Barrett, they're no closer to getting Deshaun Watson in Cleveland than I think that the Eagles are. But you know what they are? They are further away now from Baker Mayfield, and they are cutting that cord from him, and they're pushing that cord publicly now and saying this with that guy. Dude, you're not getting it done. Think about how many starts he's had. This guy's had over 60 starts. Dan, I think you're hey, better you know, than it's that. Like, it's like looking at a chick when she's walking down the street. Do you really need to do this? Hey, man, I need to see her about seven more times to determine whether or not she's really good looking. <laughs> Don't you do this, Barrett? That chick's smoking. When I see Sierra, I look at Sierra and I go, that's got to be one of the three greatest looking chicks on the planet. I don't need to see her 50 more times. I know that. Well, right? They started they started this, this rocky relationship during the season last year when he went through that injury and he felt as though he needed to play, even though he had a bum shoulder, just to just to make sure that you know that everybody knew that. You know, he's trying to do everything he can to be the best quarterback could be, even going out there hurt. They already saw the division then because he didn't feel comfortable with his job. He already knew that, you know, right was on the wall for him this season. So, I mean, at this point, he, he knew it was going to be a rocky road anyway. So they've already severed ties, you know, says mentally from this kid. The kid is, you know, severed ties from them. You know, he's no longer, he's a train wreck right now because I don't think he has the intestinal fortitude to really go out there and compete when you're writing um uh breakup letters to fan face come on that's it's, that's stupid man that's idiotic to me you know that's being childish you know from my perspective okay brown's notified that they are out of the running for deshaun watson how do you Ooh. go back to baker mayfield you you can i mean they're going to but i mean he's already it's already in his head that oh i'm, I'm, I'm done i'm done i'm done. browns are out of the running 
Well, who, I mean, okay. are they out of? Did they pull out, or were they told you don't have enough? See, See that's here. the question. Um, the Browns were notified. Okay, yes. So that means the Texans say you don't have enough, son. You know, go go grow up a little bit. Adam Schefter, Browns notified that they're out of the running on Deshaun Watson per team official. See, they didn't have enough. Not enough bullets Wait. in that gun to shoot. Okay. So Howie Roseman gets a three-year contract extension. Ah, da, da. I talked about Here's it yesterday. something I want to throw at you here, though. I'm not giving this guy a three-year contract extension until we get through this Deshaun Watson saga and we get through free agency and we get through the draft. Barrett, this is the most important next three months in in, in – in Philadelphia Eagle history for the offseason. You're unprecedented territory now with the money you have, with the draft picks you have, and with the number ones you have. Really? You're going to give a guy a contract extension and you're going to try to somehow sell to the fan base that you were never in? They're not trying to sell that? You were sold on Jalen. But see, they haven't said that, though. I question... I question the leadership if you're doing that. But see, there, Dan, there it is. They never said that they weren't in the running. They never said that they weren't all in on, on, on going to get Deshaun Watson. They haven't said anything. In fact, I, I look at it from a different perspective than you do. I look at it like, all right, the reason why they're doing this is because they have bigger plans. They've only made one really big splash in free agency, and that was to go get Hassan Reddick. They have plenty of money to go out there and do it. They still don't have safeties to, to start. They still don't have, you know, a, a, a veteran wide receiver to be in there. There's a lot of things that aren't being done right now because they're still on the hook. They're still got that bait dangling for Deshaun Watson. They're not going to make any moves until they can figure out if they have the cap value to bring them in to see if they could get them under the cap. So I think that's the biggest thing why the Eagles aren't moving and they're sitting there and they needed Howie Rosen to be at his best. That's why they signed him early. We Howie talk, Rosen's I, I, pissing me off. But how many times did I say he's in the lame duck contract the past two weeks? That means a lot, man. This guy's <laughs> pissing me off. <laughs> Hassan Reddick, he's not gambling. Right, right. So it's wait, not. you know what gambling is? What Buffalo just did with Von Miller. You see well, that six-year contract they gave him? I didn't know what the what were they the details? gave him a six-year contract, and the first three are guaranteed. Wow! And that dude's thirty-two. We need a massive edge rusher, and I'm not saying Reddick is not a fine ball player, but that dude's a former Super Bowl MVP. He's now in Buffalo, but Dan on a six-year deal. But Dan, you got to look at it from this Come aspect. Oh man, that's you look gambling. At- what what's gambling is they don't know what this they don't know if they're going to get Deshaun or not. Of course they have the piece out there dangling. The bait is out there dangling trying to get Deshaun. But if they get Deshaun, that changes the whole scenario on how you approach free agency. Now you got to bring some horses in to make sure he's got somebody to throw to. If they don't get him, and you know they got to go forward with Jalen, that changes how their whole thought press process on how they go out in free agency because then they're not going to go out there and invest in a big time wide receiver because they know they're not going to throw the ball as much with Jalen Hurts they're going to probably move to the defensive side of the ball and be more aggressive on the defensive side of the ball as opposed to um, offense 
Man, That's the way I, I got to look at it. Wait, wait. And look, man, I hear you. <laughs> I, 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 you know what? I hate you make sense. <laughs> I totally hate you're making sense. But then I look at Chandler Jones in Vegas. You know, I mean, I'm looking at Randy Greg, me, Gregory in Denver. Hassan Reddick is the big move. Come on. And, uh, and I get what you're saying, Dander. Hey, they're, they're on the table. You think their deal's on the table with the uh, Texans? I think you think they have a deal on the table. Absolutely, I think they have. I do too. I think they have a deal on the table. Do you? You here? I don't care what anybody says. If the Eagles aren't on the table, that's Howie's fault. Yeah, it is. Yes, it is. It's it's directly Howie's fault because you have all the gold. (laughs) Nobody can have everything. You have everything that a player would want. I'm in the best division television-wise for exposure in the NFL and the NFC East. I'm in a conference that I can win. I'm in a division I can win. I got a team that made the postseason. I get the best O-line. I got an up-and-coming wide receiver. I got a tight end who's emerging as a go-to type guy. I'm going to go out in the free agent market and sign somebody. But then again, get this. Jalen Hurts is not going to attract a big-time wide receiver. Howie's going to have to overpay for that guy, and he's notorious. How about – no, no, I'll ask you. I don't want to make a statement that I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. Is Howie notorious for going into free agent market and overpaying for somebody and bringing him into Philly, yes or no? No. What well, then no free agent wideouts go to go. Allen Robinson has no interest in Philly. But see, but he, he he's his mo is if you come in, you give you give the Eagles a shot. His mo is all right. You go out and, and, and prove that you belong on this team. He's going to overpay you after that. That's his mo. He'll bring you in here. You prove that you need to be that you're an Eagle. Then he overpays you. He's the king of getting one year deals to get you in the spot. And then overpaying you afterwards. In fact, I think Nelson is the only guy, really, the past couple of years that came in and and played, you know, reasonably well. That he hasn't extended a contract to this year. How many years can you keep laying on that Super Bowl trophy, or going to bed with it at night? Oh, it's, it's done now. It's done now. I mean, they don't even talk about it anymore. The fans don't even talk about you it. You got a contract extension, man. I mean, look at what they've done over the last four years since the Super Bowl, dude. But Dan, it's uh it's a contract extension for only three years, which yeah. happens to be the, the three years that um Nick Sirianni is here in Philly. Razor says this, Sills. Do you want to continue to hound the chick who told you she wasn't interested in you? Or do you keep annoying her? I keep annoying her until she gets how do you think I married my wife? <laughs> Dude, how do you think I how do you think I married my wife? <laughs> hey man, you must not be a good salesman because you know me. I don't hey, I don't I don't I don't take no very kindly. I'm gonna get there. Okay. I'm married to prom queen. You don't marry the prom queen by just going, hey, I'd you like to go on a dinner date. Man, that's all right. Hey, I'd you like to go on a nah, that's all right. All right, dude. Let's go. I'll go out for shits and giggles. 33 years later, how you doing? <laughs> hey, yes, I do. Yes, I do, man. Never give up. Never give up. Big huh? Sills the troll. Wait, what am I trolling here? 
How he does not deserve a contract extension right now until we see what goes on here. I'm not giving a guy a contract extension to be freaking mediocre. You know, Xander said this to me yesterday, and I'm going to throw this at you too, and it pisses me off. We did a poll yesterday, and we just did a kind of a poll here on who's more of a gamble, Deshaun or Hurts. It just shows you the fan base. Half of the fan base, Barrett, roots for mediocrity. Okay? They root for mediocrity. You know, I had a guy yesterday in the afternoon go, hey, dude, hey, dummy, we made the playoffs. Hey, congratulations, dude. You're in the NFL. Thank you for not robbing a bank. Are you kidding me, man? I mean, hey, making the playoffs, whatever. That's not striving for greatness. That's not striving to be a champion. That's not striving to be somebody that you can own a division. You want to play for championships, guy. You don't want to pay for being average. Who who the frig roots for 500? This the, this team. the Eagle fan base roots for 500 and shits and giggles. Hey, we really had a good old try. I find that hard to believe in a city that, that has that. that kind of fan base that half the fan base looks at it and goes, hey, you know what? We're really we're really improving. And Jalen's really a hell of a guy. I don't care what kind of guy he is. Chalk it up sports? I think yes. I think yes. I think that there's – there's the extension because Loria knows how he will snag Watson and ink just – okay. Hey, watch this. I'll, I'll take everything I'm saying back. And maybe my attitude sucks because where are the Eagles? Well, Where are I mean, the Eagles? They're 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 stalking their prey. They're stalking their prey. They're stalking their prey. They're 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 in the weeds right now, ready to pounce, man. That's what it is. It's so like you a, think that there's going to be some team come in from like outer space, and the Eagles are going to land the uh, Starship Enterprise in Houston, Texas, and they're going to transport Deshaun back to Philly. I hope so. It, Deshaun Jack would be like Kaiser Sose to Houston. Hey, hey, oh. hey, Barrett. To the Eagles this organization. This up. My my love affair with Howie and all that is over. I want to I, I want a divorce. <laughs> I want a divorce. I mean, God, you have every I, Xander goes, man, I don't know. I mean, I just want I just want Watson here. And I'm like, I I hear you. Dan, I'm still all in. I know you are. No, I'm, I'm still I'm all in. For that. I'm, I'm fighting man. for that. I'm fighting for it. I'm I know in. you are. And you know what? I'm fighting for you because I'm like, how about this? Someone goes, Sills, you've been the biggest proponent. Yeah, I have been. And now I'm starting to be feel a little bit like this. You know how you're getting ready to get test results? When you're like waiting to see if you graduate or not, and you're like, man, I don't know if I did my homework enough, man. You think I'm gonna? You think I'm gonna graduate here? Could it be a D, C, uh, B, or A? I don't I mean. What did I do here, man? I don't know. I, it's just like, what, what, what did, did I do enough homework, man? I pray to God how he did. How about this, Barrett? If the Eagles were told no, would that have made it to the public newspapers? I think so. If the Eagles were told no, Howie Roseman would have to tell the public, yes, we're not in it, because in order for them to legitimize 
themselves as, you know, trying to make this team the best team they could be, they would have to say it. And that's, that's, that's great thinking by you because they would have to tell the fan base, look, we tried, but we just couldn't get the deal done. Just like Cleveland just did. Don't you we, lose credibility, Barrett, when you do this? Jalen's our guy. We had no interest in Watson. No, I, no, I don't think so. Because Watson's it, a better guy. Well, that's what I'm saying. Watson is a better guy. So you, at the end of the day, Watson is better than Hurts. We, we all know that. But if you say, all right, we weren't interested in Watson, that means you're not doing your job as a GM. So they wouldn't flip it like that. If they were told, no, they're not in the, they're not in the hunt for Jalen, they would immediately, immediately tell the fan base because they know this fan base wants to win. And they know the best opportunity for them to win is to have Deshaun Watson under the fold. Now, if they were told, no, we're not, we're not in the race now, then we were told we can't do it, then they would absolutely say they just said it a long time ago. Hey, we're, we were told we weren't in the hunt. We, we were told we don't have enough. We were told that they, Deshaun doesn't want to come here. Howie Rose would definitely say that. Would definitely say it. And it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be, and he would pass it like this. It wouldn't be us, you know, not not realizing that, you know, our quarterback Jalen Hurts is not ready or he's he's, you know, he's still our guy. He's been our guy. But it be wouldn't be my job as a GM not to go out and try to get the best players this team can have and, and, and try to exhaust every option that we could have to make this team a better player, a okay. better team. Okay, Jeff, Big Seals is obviously you're new here. Philly management operates the way Barrett is saying, how he's waiting in the weeds. Okay, okay. <laughs> I better not see Baker Mayfield in Eagle Green. <laughs> I better bro, not see see, Baker Mayfield see, and Eagle Green. Brother, stop cussing at me, man. We're good friends, man. Stop cussing at me like that, man. Don't, don't, <laughs> <laughs> don't even disrespect yeah. me like that, man. He better not be in yeah. Eagle Green. Hey, man. Yeah, you what? Know what? So we, you're right. I want an adult as my quarterback. I don't want a child <laughs> as my quarterback. That's what Baker Mayfield does. You see that? What, what do you make of these guys that take down all like their gear from their Instagram or their Twitter? I guess Baker took off all the brown stuff. And, you know, he's, like, preemptively, he's like, mad, I'm yeah. out of Cleveland. Yeah, he's no longer. He's got, mad. Yeah. It, it, isn't it weak, though? Isn't it wormy? <laughs> well, I mean, like I said, I don't, I don't know if it's true. Well, when I look at, when I look at Deshaun's um, social media, when I look at, uh, I mean, not Deshaun, but um, Jalen. Jalen, he doesn't have in his description Eagles quarterback anymore. I looked at, I looked at both his IG and I looked at his, um, his Twitter and it does not say he had that. it there before. I don't know. See, that's that's the only reason I don't okay. know. I don't know. But when it was when it was brought to my attention, I looked at both of them, and he does not say it does not say Eagles quarterback. Man, I I feel so sad for offensive linemen like you. <laughs> you guys have to block for wormy dudes sometimes, man. I mean, you guys are men, okay? The old line guys are just. There's a brotherhood. Those five dudes, they they they're thickest thieves. They 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 rally around their guy if they like them. Yeah, if they okay? like, them. if they like them, right? But I mean, man, when you got a wormy dude back there, I just I don't know. I, I, I you know if he got his ass kicked on the sidelines, I'd be like this. Good. <laughs> <laughs> well, you saw last year with with Baker. He was getting his ass kicked, and he yeah. did not get helped up by his offensive line. 
You saw Jalen Hurst. They were fighting for him. Yes, they were. You you look at Brady. Oh, they're center. I mean, say some. Breathe yeah. on Tom, and he's pissed off. He's ready to fight you. Yeah. So you have to have that type of mentality because you're blocking the the, the franchise every single play. You have to think like that. When Geno Smith got knocked player, out but... in the Jets locker room, no, not one old lineman came to his defense. What and happened? I said to me, that was telling. What's I that? mean, you, you have a guy get knocked out and he's your guy, and not one old line dude comes to his defense. Dude, that's an issue. Or like when Wentz was getting who, his. Who said um, that? Who said When, who, when Geno Smith got oh, knocked Gino out Smith. in the locker room when he was with the Jets, not one old lineman defended him or backed him up. <laughs> he just got jumped by a guy. A linebacker in the locker room, and he got knocked out by some special teams guy. Right, nobody, I remember that. Yep. Nobody, nobody <laughs> came to his defense, and that told me it wasn't so much about the fight because fights happen in locker rooms. But I mean, it told me more about how they saw him in the locker room. Yep. That those guys, because those old linemen, man, they're gonna protect their quarterback. They're 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 they've got these. Hey, folks. Barrett's got these stupid little things that they like to do to D linemen standing around piles. If you don't have a head on a swivel like this, he's going to clean my clock. So I've got to be ready until when that whistle blows. How many guy? How many times you blow a guy up near a pile? Right, I can't count, man. It was it was, <laughs> it was a must, man. When I played for the when I, you had to finish the play. As long as you didn't hear that whistle, you better finish that play. We we practiced. We actually practiced that. Uh, my last four years with the Steelers. Like, we we were literally notorious every, for doing that, the Steelers. After, after every play, we'd have to run 10 yards down the field. Run, pass, it didn't matter. Every time, boom, we have to run 10 yards down the field. So you condition your body to do it. It was times that you would just, you know, you were doing it in the game. You're like, oh, I can't do this in the game. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we were doing it in game type situation. So every time the ball goes out or a pass down, we were hauling ass down the field trying to make sure that it was a fumble number one. They tried to pass it out. It was a fumble number one. But number two, you got to finish the play. We call it tempo settings. You set the tempo. That's one more time that defensive lineman has to get up off the ground. That just took about 10 or 12 ounces out of his body getting off the ground. Oh, I used to do that too <laughs> after a while. I saw my friend Kevin Fagan get knocked out. I saw an old lineman standing around a pile. But see, when you start doing that, you become a target. Oh, yeah. You don't want to oh, yeah. be a target when you start doing that because there's five of them dudes and there's four yeah. of you. <laughs> there's five of them. So you got to always kind of be careful and you got to do it towards the end of games and on turnovers. Well, you, you know, really and also can't, you can't be standing around a pile because what they'll start doing, they'll start targeting you. And you kind of got to be cool with that. Just two minutes left in the game. God, please let it be a pick. I'm going to knock this guy out because he's looking up in the stands and shit on a pick. I'm going to blow this guy up. I've done that a bunch of times. Dan, we're told, though, but, you know, every time it's, a, it's an interception, we're told to find the closest jersey and grab him and bring him next to me. That way nobody will hit you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. that's, hey, hey, that's for damn sure. Okay, so let me do this here for you. Why, why wouldn't Howie and the Eagles want this – the Browns made it so public. What's wrong with the Eagles having this out in public like this? We really and, – and, and, and you can phrase it. Look at how and what Cleveland is doing. 
That was a decision by the org. Tell me if you agree, Barrett. That was a decision by the organization to go like this. We really don't have a chance at Deshaun, but let's go see him. Let's get the owner. They flew down on his jet to Texas to see him, knowing full well there may have been a 20% chance of landing him in Cleveland. A 20% chance. But yet the public perception is now they're moving off of Baker or they're not completely happy with Baker. They think Baker's not. How about this? Baker's probably somebody that they like to win games, but they don't think Baker Mayfield is a Super Bowl quarterback. I think there's a difference between being a Super Bowl quarterback and a quarterback that can win ball games. Yep. Kirk Cousins, to me, is a great quarterback, but not a Super Bowl quarterback. Yep. Okay? That's how I see him. I look at certain guys, and you know, hey, Barrett, they looked at you for 12 years, half a year, 12 years as a backup. Yep. Yep. And um, even though you knew you weren't, it was still a distinction that they put on you. So why wouldn't they think that about Baker, that after 60 games – this is all going to go back to Philly here. I'm going to show you this. After 60 games, they know what they got, dude. This guy got what he wanted. So what? That was done by design. You know the front office had to sit there. Jimmy Haslam, the owner, go, okay, what's the collateral damage going to be that it's out in public? Well, the quarterback's going to have his panties in a bind. Sure enough, that worked. They set the guy up for his panties to get in a bind, the Instagram stuff, the soliloquy of a, um, all those sonnets he wrote, dear Cleveland, I love you to eat it. I don't like, oh my God. So he's writing all that crap out. They got exact, they set the kid up because they know his human behavior. They know how he acts. They know yep. that he's not an adult in the room. And everything that, it's like being interviewed, Barrett, when you're at the combines. They ask you the most screwed up questions sometimes. It's not because they want to hear the answer. They want to hear how you answer. They want to hear how you respond. They want to know how much character you have. Do you keep your composure? The only guy that keeps his composure with all the trade talks is the guy in San Francisco, Jimmy Garoppolo. You never hear shit from him. He just goes about his business. That's a true pro in San Fran, and I would love to have a guy like that. Let's go to let, let's put all of that now in Philly. Why wouldn't the Eagles do this? Hey, look, I said it at the Combines. Jalen's my guy. And what is wrong with doing this? We're looking to improve every position on the team, including the quarterback position. Even Jalen knows right now in their careers that Deshaun Watson is a better player than Jalen. And if Jalen gets butthurt over this, so be it. It's the league. Barrett, you have guys drafted at your position your entire career, okay? Am I supposed to believe that you have more intestinal fortitude and more character than the guy who's supposed to be the face of my franchise and I'm afraid to upset him? Screw that, guy. This is about letting everyone know that the Eagles are all in on something. When he says that we have to go like this, hey, man, you got to gamble. Hassan Reddick is not gambling. <laughs> I keep telling you, man. Am I, am I, why, why won't the Eagles go public? They're playing poker, man. In poker, you Wouldn't don't, you don't show your cards. Interest? Wouldn't it be in their best interest to be a little more public? 
Well, I'm, I'm going to say this, Dan. They have three aces. They have three aces. They got three aces in their hand, man. They're playing poker. You don't need to let the next man know what's going on. You play your hand. Play this out. But we, we, we know that he is going somewhere. Why not go to Philly? They haven't said yay or nay. They're not doing anything right now as far as bringing in other players. But am I in the start gate at the race? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. That's exactly why they're doing nothing right now. Nobody can offer a better package than the Eagles. Here's the now, problem. Now, I need to know, are they all there? in, though? I need to know, Dan, are they all in? Nobody can offer a better package right now than the Eagles. But are they all in? Here, here though, Barrett. Here's the problem with sitting back and waiting on this deal. You see the Von Millers, the Chandler Joneses, and the Randy Gregory's landing in places that those are guys that can help your football team. And you're sitting back going, I hope you're talking to Bobby Wagner. I hope you're talking to certain oh. guys who are out there that can help your football team. Now, look, the Hus- again, I'm not going to sit here and go like this, how we had a great offseason by sending Hassan Reddick. That's not going to be a great offseason yet. And we won't know anything about what makes the draft more unpredictable for people is that this, you're not going to know how good Howie's draft is for three years. You know that, Barrett. It's three years for trends on a player, and it's three games for trends on a team. You know that trends, you're going to look and see. You're going to find out whether or not this guy is going to be able to uh, take his game from the college level to the pro game. That's why everybody who always asks me on a Monday, how do you think the Eagles did in their draft? They don't even have their helmets yet. How the hell do I know how they're going to do? That These guys don't even have a locker yet with their name above it. I always look at if a team addresses needs. That's how I look at a draft. I don't go, well, this guy, he's going to be a superstar. You saw him in college. Those are the dummies, and you know that, Barrett. Those are the dummies who make a prediction on a player, okay? Who would have ever thought Tom Brady in the sixth round would be that guy? Nobody, including the Patriots. So, I don't know, man. It just seems to me, if I'm Howie Roseman, okay, and and obviously the owner, a three-year contract extension, how many years does that now make him in Philadelphia as one of the lead executives in that place? How long has he been there? Man, I don't know. I mean, it's it's been well over over 12 years. I I can say that. Over 12 years he's been in the room. Man. And you, and by the way, 12 years in the room, since 2000, the Philadelphia Eagles have owned the NFC East. Yeah. <laughs> okay, they, they have 14 playoff wins, and combined between the rest of the teams in the uh, division, guess what, Barrett? They double everybody combined. Oh, I mean, let me, um, let me, let me throw this at you. I like these apples. Howie Rose has been in the organization since 2000. Okay. Well, then he's... 2,000. 22 2000. years. Give me a great... Give me a great... Uh, he gets a three-year extension, and that was reported this morning. Give me a grade on how he's done as a general manager in that time. And I know that there was a time when he was put in a hall closet. But as an executive that has major, major say in that building, give me a grade for him. You have to say at least a B-plus, man. I go B-plus only because... During the 2000, from like 2000 to 2010, like they were in the playoffs every year. They went to like five championship games. Um, they've been to two Super Bowls. That's right. 
I mean, that's that's a pretty good resume of guys. That that's right. Five, five. I forgot five Super Bowl. That's right. They, five they got two NFC six. championships. Yep. They got two NFC championships in a Super Bowl during his time. Yep. As an uh, executive with the Eagles. Okay. Okay. I mean. But, dude, this offseason here, let's take a timeout. We got to continue this conversation. Um, the Cowboys are in ruin. That's always a good thing. Russell Wilson is actually barking. And there was a deal for Wilson on the table reportedly from the Eagles. But we're not finding out. Wait, that got public. But the Deshaun stuff hasn't gone public. He's Barrett Brooks. I'm Dan Cilio. Keep it here on the middle back in three. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the memories. Go for the view that goes on forever. Go for the bubbles in your bathtub and in your drink. Go to bed whenever you want. Or don't. Go for him. Go for her. Go for the wind. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. Imagine for a moment that you went to work today, and when you came home, you were catastrophically injured. Your life and your family's life. That's what happened to union construction worker Mike Little. I was scared of what the end was going to be, but to be 100% honest with you, I knew I was going to be all right just by talking with Brian in my heart. I just knew everything was going to be all right. Call the firm and find out why they say, we got this. Call 215-458-2222. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Welcome back to the Metal Barrett Brooks Dan Silio here. By the way, don't forget tomorrow. There will be no edition of the middle because of the Maxwell Awards. By the way, I vote on all that stuff. I vote by the Barrett for all the college awards, Heisman oh, yeah, Trophy, okay. Okay. Um, Walter Camp. I vote for everything. And I love college football. I wonder, you know, then again, I know why. You know, East Coast, Northeast, college football as a talking point sucks. 
<laughs> I mean, how much Temple conversation do you and, – and, and by the way, I know that Harry talked at Temple because he worked and he worked around the Temple program. But, I mean, really, even Boston College and uh, Boston or Rutgers in New York or any of that, probably because they're really not uh, great college football programs. But, I mean, you know, you just – it's not really ever been something that ever – has grabbed hold unless it's Notre Dame football and maybe I would say Penn State football probably well, kind of kicks people's interest if you talk it in Philly. Well, in Philly, man, it, it, from a football aspect, you know, you 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 latch on to Penn State. Um, you know, you talk Temple, but just because it's, it's, it's right around the corner for you. Um, as for you know, it, I mean, it's real strong in basketball. You know, basketball in the city. It's a basketball, you know, state in Pennsylvania. Um, but you know, the big thing is it's not college, it's NFL, right? It's oh, NFL. no, it's when a, a, a city like New York and Philly and Boston, it's NFL, uh, Baltimore, too. Maybe you yep. know, Baltimore, yep. too. You even throw them in that you it's know, you get NFL. Maryland in that conversation a little bit because Maryland basketball has won a national championship mm-hmm. and all that stuff. And when I went to Maryland, my Villanova, year, what Villanova, Villanova is Villanova, is too. Town. Yeah, man, Jay Wright. Yeah, I love that dude, man. I I just hey, I told you I was boys with bias, right? No, I didn't. You tell me that. Oh, right. You didn't know this? No, no. Two of my closest friends. I showed. Maybe it just tells you a little bit more about me. But my two like closest friends in college when I was a freshman at Maryland was Len Bias, and I used to work out with this other guy by the name of Adrian Branch. Wow, who was the point yeah. guard on that team with Lefty Drizelle, and. My other friend, obviously, was Jerome. So two of my closest friends and, like, icons. I mean, Len, dude, Len would have been as good as Jordan. I'm sorry. I watched him at Cole Fieldhouse. I used to go down to North Carolina when they were on the road and they would play Duke or they would play Carolina. That Carolina team had James Worthy, Brad Darty on it, Michael Jordan, and they had all them, Sam Perkins, and they're playing against all these phenomenal guys. Ralph Sampson was in the ACC. Dude, when I went to Cole Fieldhouse and the ACC was in the – like, Duke wasn't really great. Those were Coach K's first couple of years. Right, It was right. Carolina and Maryland and Virginia. Mm-hmm. And Bias used to work out with – so, like, in his offseason and mine, we would work out together. We'd meet each other over around 7.30. We'd have breakfast, and then we'd go over and work out. And we would work over at Cole Fieldhouse. And we were friends my, my my whole year there with him. We would hang out. Never saw, watch this, never saw the guy take a drink. I never saw the guy smoke a joint. I never saw the guy do anything like that. Now, I don't know what he did with his boys. Um, I think he's from Upper Marlboro. Yeah. He may be from that neck of the woods. I'm, I think around there. But when he died, dude, I, and they said he died of a like a highball and a cocaine overdose i was like this that's stunning that was shocking man when that ended up happening because i was like i never saw the guy they asked me i go i never they saw say the guy. he was they unbelievable was... man they said he was unbelievable unbelievable barrett as good as jordan was and jordan was he would wrote those two guys it'd be 35 a night and you, it was like watching the two two guys you just went like this man i'm telling you man bias is going to be Everything Jordan was. And Jordan has said it. He goes, man, if that guy had lived, he would have taken – because he was going to be the bridge, Barrett, 
from Bird to the new generation. Hell, they even lost Reggie Lewis a couple years after that, too. He ended up passing away. Yeah, but, man, dude, Len Bias, man, was a dear friend, man. I I just – I won my first ACC championship. That's the one on the wall up the top up there where it says, in between the two footballs on the top. Right, We won the 83 um, um, ACC. Imagine Maryland's now in the Big Ten. But we won the uh, we won the ACC championship, and um, he goes, "Damn, I got to get me one." And so it was just it was a, we went back and forth. It was really a great relationship, man. Really a great relationship with him. You you Rick, you just had to see him play. How about this, Kyrie Irving? Let, let me make a comparison to him. Jordan, it's the only one I could think of that's fair to compare Len Bias. It's just he was just spectacular. I don't even know how he got on it. Let me move into this thing here. So let's go here. Okay. All right, Barrett. Dallas Cowboys are in. This may be one of the worst off seasons. Yes. I've seen the Cowboys have in a long time. It's it's so poetic justice for me. All I'm doing is sitting back and smiling, man. Smiling. They there's no way that they could even be close to what they were. Last year, and last year they were, they won the same amount of playoff games we won. How how <laughs> much is that playing, Barrett? How much is that? You know, because Pat Riley said something to me years ago when I was in Miami. He goes, "You know, sometimes the best moves you make are the moves you don't make." Right. right. He goes, "My football team, or my your basketball team, or what have you, you're they haven't they've added a guy, right? They haven't lost." Have have the Eagles lost anybody? We're in free agency uh, now. They 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 didn't sign a lot of guy like they they uh, Boston Scott was just you know okay Boston Scott um, they're losing um uh what's his name uh defensive lineman what is his name backup defensive lineman I I can't believe I forget his name now okay um, well it's not if you can't think of backup. his name right right watch it. if you can't think of his name. Okay, he's just a dude <laughs> on the roster then. Okay? Exactly. Always remember that. Hey, you know how you always cover yourself with that? If I can't remember your name, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Hassan Ridgeway, that's his name, Hassan Ridgeway. Okay. They lost him. He was, he was solid, but yeah, yeah. Appreciate that. Okay. Hey, watch this. Super, I never heard the name, but that's all good. Hey, <laughs> all right, so what? Derek- so they really haven't, and the division itself, Washington has added – the Eagles have added Reddick, okay? I mean, but, but when I look where the rest of some – look at the Broncos. No, Dude, look at the Bron- – the Broncos are one of the favorites to win a Super Bowl now. You see you what know, Russell Wilson said? Next 10 years, he wants to be in three or four Super Bowls. Wow. Wow. And Russell Wilson doesn't talk shit. He doesn't have to. He's got Sierra. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know doesn't – the Chargers are making a splash also, man. Look what they Absolutely. CJ, they end up getting, and they end up getting, what's his name, Khalil Mack on a deal. They end right. up signing Mike Williams. So, yeah, I mean, that's they're, they're, they're balling right now. I mean, they they need to go out there and get another tight end. I think they're going to lose Jared Cook to free agency. But, um, I mean, I mean, on the defensive side of the ball, they just shored everything up, man. Everything. I love that I mean, Derwin James kid. Me too, man. He's one of the best safeties in the league. I mean, dude, I the that real kid, deal. Put him anywhere. You can put him in corner. Hey, that kid knocks the chicklets out of your face, man. No question. He is a baller, dude. Hey, help. Hey, who wins that AFC West? 
Bro, that's gonna be tough, man. I mean, so I mean, you said you want to say Andy Reid's still gonna be in the mix, man. He's still gonna be in the mix, but man, look what the Chargers have done. They go out and get Khalil Mack <laughs> on one side, Joey Bosa on the other side. Come on, man. Come on. I mean, I, I mean, look at that back. Had, look at that back end. Oh, you look, look. They got Derwin James, Asante uh, Samuels Jr. I mean, they can already play, bro. They put they that signed, CJ in there. Yeah, JC it, Jackson. They just got JC Jackson from that's uh, it. JC Jackson. JC Jackson from uh, yeah. from New England. They shoring everything up, man. I mean, I I don't know. I mean, where do they this have weaknesses? There, they they got the seventeenth pick. I don't know if he'll be around, but if Jordan Davis is there, that kid from Georgia, you put his ass because they stonk against the run. Yep. Okay, I mean Justin Herbert, dude, you got him. You have to build that Charger team the same way. And this is what Howie's doing, though. Unfortunately, though, he don't have a Justin Herbert. Okay, right. you want to build your football team on a rookie contract. And I see Howie's mentality here. I get it. I get it. But Jalen Hurts is not Justin Herbert or Josh Allen. He's never shown what was what was Jalen's best game, you think? Jalen's best game? Denver game? Yeah, no question. The Denver game. That the was Denver coming game. out party. That was On the road, go yep. there and you wax them, right? Yep. And then um his second best game probably be uh second best game probably it, it would probably be Detroit. <laughs> Detroit. That's like telling me Kyrie Irving's great against the Magic. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, he's hey, playing Kyrie at another level right 60. now. Kyrie scored 60 against the Magic. Really? Well, I, well, <laughs> I'm hoping that, that, hey, 60 against the worst team in the East. Okay, well, I know Kyrie's good, dude. You're not, you don't, you're not telling me something I don't. Like, someone goes, Sills, what'd you make of that? 60 points, man. I went like this. Against the Magic, bro? I didn't learn anything else that I needed to know. Um, about um, uh, uh, about him. Here, here, here's his number. Denver, sixteen to twenty-three, one seventy-eight, two touchdowns, and one INT. Yeah, and they blew him out, Xander. I know the numbers. See, Xander looks at that one seventy-eight, and he goes like this, bro. Justin Herbert had that in one half. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. I get it. I, get I like the way he played the Saints. Also, now the Saints is probably. That might be his. his that was a great game. team win. Yeah, yeah. Because they ran the ball for over two hundred and forty yards in that game. Crushing. They Ridiculous. ran them all. Hey, and shockingly, it was like the number one rush defense in the league, right? Yes, they were. Yes, they were. And, and you know that's the game. Jordan Malata showed everybody he's got a bone to pick. You know, don't mess with his quarterback. Yeah. Don't mess with his quarterback. Yeah. Hey, hey. You know, but here, here's what you want to have. You want to have a quarterback that could pick the phone up and go, hey, Julio, why don't you come on down, man? Yeah, but what kind of There's only a few guys that could do that, though. You know what I'm saying? In fact, the reason why he would go there, because he knows Tom Terrific can make him, you know, put him in a great position. Yeah, but what about this, what about this, like, uh, butt buddy, like, uh, Xander Krause, Alabama love stuff? Uh, (laughs) All this, J- J- you know, Jalen Hurts, Bama, and uh, Julio, Bama, and, you know, I mean, that's why us Canes are thick as thieves, bro. We're in it together, man. We'll always be in it together. These Bama got- guys, how can you tell me Jalen can't call up Julio and go, 
hey man, let's have two Bama wideouts here in Philly, and let's run this thing and see what we can. Well, do they tried that. With, they tried that with Calvin Ridley. I mean, they were almost done with that trade, man. They almost did it. I'm surprised. I mean, they almost got stuck though. But you know, yeah, he 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 was almost there. A little Bama love. Hey, we have over 300 people viewing. Let's hit that like button, man. Let's hit that like button. Man. We're balling right now, bro. Balling. Damn, man. I mean, what happened to all that Alabama, man? You know, come on and run it with. Dude, Here, here's Jalen's call to a wide out, man. Hey, dude, how'd you like to come play in Philly? Man, that crowd, see, see what they did to Ben Simmons? <laughs> nah, man, it ain't like that. It ain't like that. Well, look what they're doing to you, dude. They're calling you like they're not sure you're the guy. You see that polls that dumbass Cilio ran? You see that dumbass Cilio's got a poll with over 400 people on it, man. And man, half the fans like you, half the fans hate you. Well, that's Philly, man. Well, I don't want any of that. <laughs> I don't well, want half that, my house dating me. But you know, then you have a guy like Patrick Peterson who could come in and say, "Yo, he said he'd be a perfect fit here." Same defense as um as what they're trying to run up here with Gannon. He might want to come up, and, and he might make that transition from being a corner to maybe even being a safety. I'm wondering if Julio. I'm wondering if guys like Khalil Mack and Von Miller look at Jonathan Gannon and go, "Not for me, <laughs> right? <laughs> Not for me." I mean, dude. <laughs> I mean, right? I mean, a, a soft zone, and you have no pass rushers. I'm gonna come in there, and this guy who looks like he can't shave yet, is going to be my coach. Why don't I go to a team that gives me a chance to win? Seriously, dude, when I look at Jonathan Gannon, is he old enough to drink in bars in Philly? Can he shave? <laughs> I mean, if this guy was sitting here telling me, hey, I want you to be in a two-gap, I would look at this guy and go, oh, God. <laughs> I, hey, if I was Fletcher Cox... And this guy's telling me I have to be more head up on Barrett and I can't line up on um, on an angle and I can't line up on his pads on a three or one. I'm going to be like this. He's already got the advantage on me. I know where Coach, you understand that when you line me up in front of Barrett, all he has to do is sugar bear dance with me and he wins. Even if he doesn't blow me off the ball, when you put me in a two technique, you're assuming your linebackers are good. They're not. Right, 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 right. <laughs> They're not. Bobby Wagner's going to look at that and go like this. Man, empty line guys are getting blown off the ball. The scrape lanes are two yards back. Dude, I'm making a tackle four yards down the line of scrimmage, and I'm reaching and catching again. Um, He just signed with uh, Minnesota, I think. Who did? Bobby Wagner. I'm, I'm thinking he went to Minnesota. Barrett. So we're sitting around here waiting for it. Okay, wait a minute. I'm going to do this to you. If Deshaun lands, if Deshaun Watson lands in Philly, it's all good. Okay. If they let all these defensive veterans that could help your team overnight. So Bobby Wagner just signed with Minnesota. Let me see. I, I, I think I saw that. Let me see. Please say that ain't true. I'm hoping that ain't true. Me too. You got to be in that conversation for a dude like that. That guy's a study. He had 170 tackles last year. Oh, no, he's still free. He's still Okay, good. You better be in that room. In my opinion, Bobby Wagner is the second best free agent available right now. No question. 
The best he's he's the best impact linebacker uh in free agency right now, bar none. And bar and, none. and watch this. Okay, if you don't want to draft linebackers and that's your MO, bring this dude in. Draft a guy in the second or third round that you could bring in to develop, and you'd have Bobby Wagner as his teacher. Holy cow, how is that not even remotely a thought process? Just just learning from him alone, you know, all the games he's been. He was a part of that Legion of Boom. I mean, he hasn't lost a step either. They just can't afford to pay him in Seattle. All right, let so. me here. I'm gonna I'm gonna go over here with uh with what some people are saying here about what Watson goes to the uh Saints. Say he goes to the Saints. Pull up a, a bear, pull up their um pull up their offensive personnel and their depth chart on offense. We know they have a good defense. Dennis Allen probably brings in a quarterback coach that he wants to have in the building that will they'll probably restructure that whole offensive coaching staff around if Deshaun lands in um New Orleans. What do they have? What do they have as offensive uh, firepower? Weapons. What's their old line look like? Well, I mean, uh, Teron Armstead, he's a he's a free agent right now, so right. But they could sign him back. But the rest, everybody else there, I mean, they're good. You know, Cesar Ruiz, your local guy from right here in Camden, uh, Ryan Ramchick, Pro Bowler, um, Adrius Pete, uh, another first rounder playing well. Um, you know, Eric McCoy, he's pretty good also. You look at what they have from the weapons standpoint. Everybody already knows Alvin Kamara, one of the most explosive players in the league at the running back position. Um, they got Michael Thomas. He comes back healthy. We know he has some gripes with um with Sean, but you know Sean's gone now. Um, from there, and, and I would think if you bring in Watson, that's got to calm that conversation down a bit. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, they got Marquez Galloway. He's a little undersized, but really good explosive uh, receiver. Uh, let me see who else do they have. Isn't that mm. enough? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. But, right. But I would say right. this to you. Can they can they afford Armstead and bring in well, Deshaun no. Watson? Because, look, do you really want to let um, – okay, injured, I get it. But do you really want to let one of the best offensive players, offensive tackles in the game, just walk out the building and you're bringing in a guy? Or do you draft a guy potentially at 19 – if a guy falls there, you draft a guy and you put him on a rookie contract and you let that guy roll out the building because you've got to – I don't think you can afford both, can you? You can't. You You're, can't afford Armstead's both. not going to take a hometown discount when no. he's going to be the second – he's the second graded free agent out there next to uh, Devontae Adams. Yep. Hey, by the way, is maybe this one of the reasons why Devontae Adams is looking – because, again, if Green Bay – I don't – Green Bay hasn't franchise tagged Devontae Adams. Is that correct? Well, I think he had. They have um, franchise tagged him, but he has. They they have until um, I think was it June first or whatever to uh, get a deal going. You know, to sign up to a long term deal. But he is franchise tagged right now. He is right franchise tagged. That means yeah. what is that? They'd have to give three ones up for him if they were going to do something like that to equal the trade for them to um, even be in a conversation or some parameter like that, right? Yep, something like yeah. something like that. Yep. You're, I'm not giving three ones up for Devontae Adams. No, one one. I think it's just one one. Oh, it's one one? I think so. Well, shit, I would do that for him if I could put him down in New Orleans. Um, Dude, we're, maybe that's why some of these guys are sitting back waiting to see how this whole the whole chips fall with um with the quarterback rooms. Well, that might be the case. Chris Godwin go, you know, Brady must have told. I'm going to tell you this. 
Brady must have told Chris Godwin, hey, dude, we're gonna, I'm, I'm coming back. Because I think Godwin got the tag, even mm-hmm. injured. Even injured. He said, look, I'm, I'm going to run this thing back. This thing's been going <laughs> on. Well, when I, I'm, I'm, I'm getting Arians on sometime soon. I don't know. So Von Miller's gone. Chandler Jones is gone. Damn, dog. Let's go, Howie. Where the hell are you, man? This guy just sitting like – I mean, he, this guy's like Jack the Ripper. He's sitting <laughs> in the dark, dude. I mean, where is he, man? He's ready to pounce, man. He's ready to pounce. I mean, that's called you patience. Of, you have faith in him. Okay, I have to have patience. You got patience. You got patience, you know. Like the Don, the Don is not always going to go out there and say, hey, you know, I'm going to give you an offer you can't refuse. I mean, he gives you a little time to think about it first. Well, he's he's giving him a little time to think about it. How you about this, man? This is the, this is right here, folks. The classic difference between an offensive tackle and an offensive guard, an offensive lineman, and a defensive guy. I, I'm more overreacting. Barrett's going to sit back because he's got to be patient. Yeah, okay? I just can't shoot below. Yeah, you can't shoot your hands out. Bang. Okay, bang. You can't. You're going to sit there, okay, Sales, I'm going to pop you one right here. And I'll tell you what, I'm going to play a little chess game with you here. I'll show you this one over here. I'll grab you over here. Where's that ref? Over there? All right, I'll get you right here. I used to, hey, my rookie year, I did this, Barrett. I'm like, you Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes. So doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M. Dot com and check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for a hundred healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. Holding me. And this is what Munoz would do. Munoz would go like this. He'd show the ref because they used to stand and he, you know, he'd show the ref the hand and he'd go like this, get down, he's punching, pulling in here. And I'm going like, man, this dude's holding me. Ref get in a better position. He'd show the hand. Bang, throwing it in here, pulling it. These mother, hey, you know how you stop that though, folks? Offensive <laughs> line was getting off the ground. You step on his hands, right? <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? Hey, that's the first thing. Like Russ Grimm, when he used to tell rookies when they come in, he say, um, "When you go into the line of scrimmage, what's the first thing you need to look at?" And they'd be like, "What? Uh, um, where to line up? You know, my splits." And they said, "No, where's the ref at? Because you hold with the opposite hand." That's right. <laughs> that's right, man. That would it's a con. I tell everyone that hey man, make sure that ref's in a good position, man, because these guys are the greatest when it comes to the game itself. All right, hour two. Where's Howie? Barrett Brooks, Dan Cilio, back in three. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the memories. Go for the view. It goes on forever. Go for the bubbles in your bathtub and in your drink. Go to bed whenever you want. Or don't. 
Go for him. Go for her. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. Imagine for a moment that you went to work today, and when you came home, you were catastrophically injured. Your life and your family's life. That's what happened to union construction worker Mike Little. I was scared of what the end was going to be, but to be 100% honest with you, I knew I was going to be all right just by talking with Brian. In my heart, I just knew everything was going to be all right. Call the firm and find out why they say, we got this. Call 215-458-2222. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Welcome back to the middle, Barrett Brooks Dan Silio. So Jameis Winston, maybe to the Browns. <laughs> Dude, what an absolute slap in the face for Baker Mayfield, and I love it. I do. I love it. I love it. Grow up, kids. He is, he is, man. He is. They're like, you know, what are they going to do? Go out and apologize to him now. He's going to go to, you know, he's going to go in the corner and cry a little bit before, uh, you know, he comes back. I they like were- Jameis Winston, actually. I think Jameis Winston got humbled. Yeah, he did. He approaches things the right way now. He um he was a little bit immature, you know, and what really, you know, pisses most guys, you know, it's like GMs off and, and 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 head coaches off that work with him. They see the productivity this kid can have. But you know, same thing can make you laugh, make you cry. Okay, he threw 30 touchdowns, but he also threw 30 interceptions. And oh, by the way, he had five thousand yards that he threw for during That's that time funny. period. Hey, but by the way, Barrett, guy throws for 30 touchdowns and a guy throws for 5,000 yards, I'm going to go like this. Hey, I can work with that. And you know what? We'll work on him not turning the ball over. Right. There's something there to work with. And you know the number one thing you got to start with the kid? Kid, freaking grow up. Yep. Okay? This is a maturity issue with you. It was that way when you were at Florida State? It's this way when you're in the pros. You know what's stopping you? You. Don't let you be your worst enemy. Trust a guy like me 
who I was. Don't let you be. I'd rather have Barrett run me over than me run myself over. Right, right. And Jameis Winston is running himself, or he did run himself over. Let me ask you a fair question with this. As a talent skill set guy, isn't Jameis Winston better than Jalen Hurts? As a drop back quarterback? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. As far as, you know, uh, uh, for a passing offense, be one of the best quarterbacks uh, in the league if you can have him calm down and play more um, more mature, you know. I mean, sometimes I think he just – he over – it's almost like he overrates his arm. He was 5-2 and two before he got hurt last year yeah. with Peyton. Yeah, I mean, he he, he had a higher quarterback rating than Brady. He is good, man. He has the arm. He has all the intangibles to be a great drop-back quarterback. And he's probably slow as pond water, you know, you get him outside the pocket. But you put him in an office like Philly, it could work with it because you have a run game, which you can rely on the running backs, but then you have an arm to push the ball down the field. You know, it doesn't help that the Philly offense with Jalen was the last wearing glass as far as offensive production in the air. And there's the problem, you know, especially with an owner that thinks that, you know, he wants the next Tom Brady. And that's well, that's another reason why I think they are right there in the mix, right there in the forefront of this negotiation with uh with Watson. And you know, Watson holds Watson holds some power with that no trade clause. He does hold some power. But I I mean, why wouldn't he want to come here? They can go get the wide receivers that he wants in free agency. Dude, in in, in or in the draft. I mean, right. get him in the second and third round. Let me let me say so like are we to also to believe that the Giants have to have a con? I mean, the Giants don't like Daniel. I don't care what you're telling me. They, I mean, <laughs> there's no way you like that dude in New York. They got two ones also, and they got them in the top ten. Surely that they're another franchise that's also – the Giants don't like to do things out in the front like that too, and they don't like putting their zipper down and letting everybody see it. Yep. They like to do business like that too. The Myers and the Tishes are notorious for doing – Stuff like that. They're also notorious for not making these gigantic moves. They like to act like the Steelers a little bit. You know, that's why the Steelers are never going to be. Now, could that be one of the outlier teams? I don't know. Mike Tomlin could maybe have a uh, say in this thing here. But the Steelers are notorious for not signing free agents. Yep. They they just – I mean, Barrett, really, outside of Jerome Bettis in the last 35 years, who have they really signed – that was like an all-pro dude in that franchise. Hmm. I mean, they went to a Super Bowl with Neil O'Donnell. You're right, I'm, man. You're right. I mean, they don't make a big splash in free agency. I think what, what was the highest free agent signing that they've had? In the last 30, 40 years, it's got to be Bettis. Yeah. I mean, that's about, that's just about it. That made a major. Everybody else has been draft picks that came up through the ranks that they use. I mean, do you ever remember a dude going, "Hey, I'm going to Pittsburgh and get a bucket of money"? That's not how that works. There, they no. like investing in their players and in their draft, and they want Steeler guys to get to that second deal. They want you on that second deal. They're yep. looking for that. They're looking. You know what? I tell you, that's been their secret sauce in Pittsburgh too, uh, Barrett, is the fact that they believe in player development. Yep. And they stick to it. You see, then you got guys like Howie who look at 
um, Jalen Rager and go, okay, well, Jalen Rager, he sucks, but I'm going to keep him on the team. <laughs> the Steelers are going to cut loose to that dude, man. They're yep. going to cut their ties with that guy and go, he ain't cutting it. They're just going to let him walk. They're not going to do that. But look at what Pittsburgh does too. Look at all these wide receivers that they've drafted, like Antonio Brown and ladder rounds or Heinz Ward. Heinz Ward, I think, was at Georgia quarterback. Yeah, he's a then quarterback. They converted him to a wideout. I mean, I mean, look now, he at was a dual purpose guy. He was a wildcat guy that he did that. You know, and and you know, reason why he I mean, he was he was a great player at, at Georgia. The reason the reason he dropped was he has no ACLs. <laughs> His body, you know, his body got used to playing without ACL. So, hey, Frank, see, this is this this is this is misinformation here. Frank. Yeah, Frank. I mean, you you, you don't who, show me you where that from? Yeah. quote from him. Show it. Yeah, tell me, tell me, so I can so I can see this, you know, concretely. He's and Xander said. will post it if you can go Deshaun Watson quote. I'm not playing in Philly. That is not true. That he said that. He never said that, and his agent has never said that. I get guys on the show all the time that go, yeah, well, he's not playing in Philly. Did you talk to him? I talk to people that are close. No, 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 no. I want to hear from the horse's mouth. Now I have no interest in playing there. By the way, um, Russell Wilson had no problems telling certain teams, I'm not playing there. He had no oh, problem no. with it, right? And, and told him the teams he would go play for. Yeah. Gave him a list. Gave him so a list. So that's, that's not true, man. I don't know how that get – I don't know how that – well, I do know how that got circulated around. Because, again, it's just like the misinformation that we talk about all the time. And we always get – well, again, the reason that Adam Shifty – and I call him Adam Shifty. Um, you know, Adam Shifty got caught with his hand in the cookie jar, too giving um, stories to Bruce Allen and asking Bruce Allen if he needs to edit anything out of it. No, <laughs> the story looks good. That's journalism today at its finest. That's like the dumbasses on Fox News or CNN going like this to all their sources at the State Department. Hey, do I need to edit this? Thanks a lot. You're my leak? Oh, no, I'm the leak. Okay. <laughs> Holy cow, the news, I don't know what to believe anymore. My head spins when I watch that stupid shit. There, I got that off my chest. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, I'm still waiting for. I'm, I'm still waiting for uh, where he said he didn't. He wasn't coming. Yeah, show right. me, man. Just show me one quote from him. Hey, uh, I can write a gossip column. Hey, watch this. I'll, I'll do. I'll do one better for you. Okay. Hey, man. I heard Donovan McNabb, dude, wants to try to make a comeback. <laughs> he he told me. Or no, he didn't tell me, but a boy of mine told me that he's working out. And he would, you know, he's contacted the Eagles. He says he'd like to help out Jalen. Watch, I could sell this thing. Watch this. It's a complete lie, too, by the way. Don't take what I said because it's a lie. Hey, man. Yeah, I can help Jalen. Because you know I've been really known to be a guy that can help quarterback. <laughs> no, no. Hey, um, hey, 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 stream. I just heard from a reliable source <laughs> that Cilio said that his 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 boy who was working out with this guy they were drinking at a bar earlier said that five wants to come back. Yep. There's your story. <laughs> There's your story. Hey, I also heard 
that Howie was talking with Frank Wright, and they may make a change at coach. I actually believe that, though. <laughs> I think if Frank ever got fr- fired, I think he'd be your next head football coach in Philadelphia. I think the relationship that they have and that front office, I think that's how Carson Wentz got to Indianapolis, and I think that that's how Nick Sirianni got to Philadelphia was through Frank Reich. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't think Frank wanted to, would want to come here. Just like Andy, Andy can probably walk through the door right now. If if Andy said, "Look, I'll come back, and I want you to fire everybody," but Howie Roseman, they would do it. Do they have a good relationship? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Huh. Oh yeah. They have huh. great relationship. Great relationship. M eighty five. Yes, I did do radio in San Diego. I was on the Mighty Ten Ninety, and I destroyed everyone. <laughs> I had to add that little tagline. The other station, I sucked, though. I won't lie. I didn't get any ratings because the place stunk. It was just terrible. Anyway, Barrett, where is he? Hey, by the way, Aikman and Buck to Monday Night Football. What do you make of it? I, I think it's that, that's what they needed, man. That, I, I think that that's what Monday Night Football needed. It'll get back to prominence now. Stop you know, around. I. I I, I look at Buck and Aikman, and they're probably – do you like Nance and Romo? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I I don't dislike them. I do like Romo because I, I can kind of see what Romo is seeing before it happens. So I see that type of thing, so I, I like that. But um, would they be good on Monday Night Football? Eh, I don't think they'll be good. They'll be better than um, – than, uh, Buck and, and and what's his name? I, Aikman. I think that Aikman. That, I think that'll be a better. Any interest in Cole Beasley? He was cut by the Bills. For what? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> 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 no, <laughs> bring me a sandwich. <laughs> no, no, Cole Beasley. No, I, I don't have any because because we wouldn't use him the way he needs to be used. We won't. You know, he's 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 one of those guys that intermediate route runner. Something screwed up. What was that? Dude, white guy Billy, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, you think Amendola started out, man? <laughs> hey, I'm, I, I'm sorry. That's a try. Hey, by the way, you want to accuse me on that one? Okay, you got me. <laughs> man, white guy in Philly, man. <laughs> uh. <laughs> That's so wrong, dude. I'm so sorry, man. You wonder why I was in the principal's office a lot of times in radio. Dan, white guy in Philly. <laughs> I don't know. Hey. <laughs> hey, hey, anything, anything for like Arbitron, bro. Bro, I can't see. I, I can't see Howie Roseman being as quiet as he is right now. Not doing anything else in free agency, you know, and they're one of the few teams that have a little, enough cap room to go out there and make some moves, not be right there on the forefront on trying to get Watson. There's no way that he's not. No way. It's legitly, it, it, it's, it's legitly almost too quiet for me to think anything other than that. I, I, I hate people who are quiet. <laughs> well, that's what it is. <laughs> hey, I hate people that are, that are quiet. And Doug, shut the hell up. I'm kidding you, jack wagon. Who's that? 
Now, hey, Sills, now you know why they think you're a racist. Why? Because I made a joke? <laughs> oh, that's right. I forgot. We're now in the land of uh, we can't have fun any longer. I forgot about that. I apologize. You're right. You're right. We can't have fun anymore at each other's expense. Because, Sills, you like noise. I do. <laughs> but because you, you know why? Hey, Barrett, I don't like people whispering, and I don't like people that stand in corners because then I think you're shady. Right, right. Okay. I like to know where you stand. I like to see you. I don't want people standing in the dark and whispering. I don't like whispers. Hey, you know what? I'm sorry. I didn't hear you. Look, look, look at Chrissy. Newsflash. McNabb is coming back. <laughs> <laughs> I heard it from yeah. <laughs> Hey, let's start that rumor, man. He'll be on Angelo every day this week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> To be on with Angelo. Hey, uh, hey Angelo be like, did you say McNabb's coming back? Yeah, you know what? He's a player coach. <laughs> they want to bring his ass back as a player coach. Oh, oh man. man. They banned dodgeball in school. Man, oh, I loved it. I love dodgeball. I used to hit the chicks right in the face. <laughs> <laughs> no, I one of my boys, man, got suspended for a day for that, man. Oh, I did too. He did. He did look. He, <laughs> He did it on purpose, though. Like, he looked her in the eye, looked straight in her in the eye, and he's like 10 feet away from her. Hey, looked her straight in the eye and just welded it. Ah. You don't want to date me? <laughs> <laughs> man, I could whip that bitch, man. Oh, man, I was a great baseball player, man. Played in the Cape Cod League, everything when I was in high school. Oh, yeah, man, I could play some ball. Went to show me baseball camps, man. Bobby Valentine was recruiting me to be a prospect for the for the Mets. What? Oh, yeah, man. I went to Show Me Camps. I went to Duffy Bass's camp in Illinois State. Rawlings and Worth Baseball Bats were sponsoring me, sending me everywhere. Oh, my God, man. I was going to play in Alaska. My grandfather goes, you think there's Italians in Alaska? And I go like this. (laughs) Well, Grandpa, I don't know. He goes, you really want to go there? And I go like this. I, there's no Italians, man. There's no black folks. There's no Italian folks. Remember that. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going, well, I'm not going then. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> I, 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 the, 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 the stream is wild, man. <laughs> McNabb is coming back McNabb, as a nose tackle. breaking news. <laughs> Watson has interest. From a new team. No source. Trust me. Basically all reports. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Brooks reporting five is coming back. Let's get it going, man. Hashtag five's back. <laughs> no. Hashtag Barrett five's back. <laughs> oh, I can see it now. I can see it now. Oh, I can see this on the internet. Shit, I'm going to tweet that out in the break, man. I'm gonna put that. Hey, Barrett says five's back. <laughs> Holy cow! Hey, we could we could start shit too here. Baker just, Mayfield to the Eagles, bro. Don't even start that. Man. I keep telling you, man. Stop. He's gonna him, leave. Bro. He's gonna leave the show if I say right, that. Right. Again. <laughs> I'm done. Mm, I'm here done. it is. Brooks, bring back five. <laughs> yeah, man. Look well, at that hashtag. I still like it though, man. I, I like that they're. I got five flying. on it. Oh <laughs> yeah, that's good. <laughs> Sills. Oh my god, man. Sills is good that they're quiet, man. Because they, they, they're 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 not making me say yes, and not making me say no, man. So I like that they're quiet right now. Come Don't on, say anything. man. I hate it. 
I don't that care what that mo though, right? Yes, it is. I'm telling you, man. That's that's what they've been doing. There What's... he is, baby. <laughs> Somebody sent this to Xander. He even looks like a kicker. Right, right, in that right. Gear. I'd like right. to smack him in the face. <laughs> Why, man? Why? You know, some of those faces you want to smack. That guy, that, put that picture back up. Does that look like a guy that could play in Philly? No. They'd be guy, all- I don't know what this means, but this guy's more built for San Francisco than he is. <laughs> Was it? You see, you, you, I didn't say that. <laughs> I don't know why I said that. I have no idea. California, you know, they're so wormy in California sometimes, man. He's a perfect worm. The they jail. like worms, like Gavin Newsom, the governor. They just look, like worms. Look, JL Elliott's older brother. Jay, let's call Jake Elliott's older brother. His name is JL instead of Jake. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Hey, that escalated quickly. Thank you very much. Great movie reference, too, by the way. That escalated quickly. Yes, it did. Jalen Hurts. Dude, this guy's got – who Who else? Let me see. We're bringing Javon Curse back. They need an edge rusher. <laughs> They're going to bring Curse back. They're going to bring his – oh, no, I got a new one for you. Here's one. How he wants to bring in Jadavian Clowney. <laughs> is, that a tr- is, is that too much that, of a troll? That, is that, that too much of a troll comment? The, the fan base might fight him for real. So, I mean, I doubt that, you know, he would want to come here. But they might fight him. Ever since uh, the hit on 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 Wentz. I thought you hated Wentz. Oh, that's right. I forgot. That was before we hated him. That was before we hated Wentz. That was before then. Randall Cunningham's coming back. I like that. <laughs> Hashtag, I got five on it. I don't know, man. I'm thinking I'm digging that one, man. That's a Baird Brooks special right there, man. Uh. I got five on it, man. Currently the constructed the way the Eagles – let's play a game. Currently the way the Eagles are constructed, how many wins are you looking at here? Right now. Right now, they kept everybody on the roster that's on the roster right now. Um, harder schedule. Harder schedule. I still think there's right around nine nine wins. Maybe even 10 wins. Oof. Nine, 10 wins. Nine, 10. Okay. Yeah. And, and and the reason why, I mean, they're going to run the same offense, but it'll be a year more Jalen being under center. Now understanding, you know, the things he didn't do last year, like in the playoff game and recognizing um, that the corners were playing too far off and he can get the ball. He, he can get those type of passes out taking advantage of those type of hidden yardages. I mean, I I think that he would be a better quarterback. He could see that type of stuff now. He's been through it before. I think he'll take this team to at least nine wins, ten wins. Okay, here's how I would defend him and take his strength away. I would never let that guy get out in the perimeter. I'd set the edges better. You take the edges away from him, can he win back there in the pocket? You know what made Lamar Jackson – a special player. He may be, Barrett, one of the greatest open field running backs in the game. He is elusive. He's big. Now it's taken its toll on him the last two years. Actually, two and a half years. It's taken its toll on him since that MVP season. But he is elusive, dude. 
he is a brilliant open field runner, man. I mean, remember that guy, Chris Johnson? Yep. That was on the Titans? Yep. He reminds me, when he gets in open space, he's gone to the barn, man. But that's 4-2. He's gone. Yeah, Chris Johnson is 4-2. Um, well, dude, but, this guy's 4-4. Four, four. Right. Well, look at um, look at look at. I mean, look at Hurts. And yes, I, I, I Frank, I see that. You know, I, I know he's a shorter quarterback. But what can differentiate last year's wins to this year's wins? Yes, the, they're going to probably mush rush. We call mush rush when a, when a team just you know they don't turn the arc on the outside. The ends turn the arc on the outside, create those rushing lanes when they're rushing the passer. Instead. They come up the field five yards, and then they try to press the pocket inward instead of trying to run around the hoop and, uh, you know, slap the ball down, you know, like most pass rushers do. That is a good way of defensing him, but you can't do that because in order to do that, you have to play out in the wide nines, and you play out in the wide nines. They're just going to run the ball. They're going to hand it off, and, I mean, that's going to be, you know, eight yards a pop, and who needs to throw the ball when you can get eight yards a pop? But I don't think – and the only thing that saved him, I thought, was the old lines – ability to run the ball right because right. i'm gonna tell you this, barrett that guy's not gonna put a 14 play drive together and beat you on a on a on a sequence of series he's just not, not the he may not- have one of those he may have one of those but he how many how many series do you usually get in a game 10 well see i see but see dan I, that's that's where I, I don't agree with you with this those are the type of drives that he can beat you with as opposed to throwing the ball down the field and getting chunk yardage. He's not going to do it that way. He's not going to throw the ball down the field and do it that way. But he will nickel and dime the defense going down the field because he can run the ball, number one, and he can short pass, number two. So that's actually the ideal way for him to keep the ball in his hands and move the offense because he's not going to get those chunk yard, 30-yard passes down the field, 60-yard passes down the field. He's going to take it and nickel and dime the team. So I think that's one of the intangibles that he does has his ability to go out there and have controlled drives because he understands that he has to run the ball and mix up the pass in it. And he's got the old line to do that. Right. But it can't now if he gets in a game with a shootout, there lies the problem. When you get the team, when you get against a team that could score a lot of points and a lot of points fast, it's going to be harder for them to win those type of games. When you have a big time offense, like if you're going against an offense like maybe the Rams or maybe uh, the Bucks. Uh, Arizona, the Bucks, you know, they can score chunk yardage with their quarterback, get the ball down the field. Uh, you know, teams like uh, the Bengals and, 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 and Buffalo, those are harder teams to defend because they're not going to have those guys that, you know, can go down and score at the, at the drop of a dime. Go down and score anytime. Can you know? Can 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 run those offenses that can get those big chunk plays. It's harder to defend those type of t- uh, teams, also from our defensive standpoint, because you know those big chunk yardage. You know, it's going to be hard to run on the Eagles, but it's easy to nickel and dime them with these eight yard passes like Brady did. I just don't see him improving reading defenses. I, I mean. I saw what Todd Bowles did to him in the playoff game, Barrett. They shut him down. He couldn't find single coverage. And and by the way, when people go like this, Jalen's had, uh, you know, four coordinators and four head go- Well, Saban, Lincoln Riley, Nick Sirianni, 
Doug Peterson, that's not a bunch of scrub coaches. <laughs> right. <laughs> We're not talking scrub coaches here. Those are some of the uh, – there's Super Bowl winning coaches in there. There's national champion coaches. There's a guy who's now the head coach at USC. We're not talking about guys who don't know what they're doing here. We're talking about the elite of the elite. He, he's been coached by some of the best people in the industry on both college and pro level. And his ability to see open space. And by the way, you know why I think he was a better college player? Because you and I know this. They tell you where to throw the ball. Yep. I still think his pre-snap reads and his pre-snap keys he struggles with. Like you and I know this. When Brady comes to the line of scrimmage and there's a play that's called in the huddle, that dude already knows where he's going with it. And you know, if he, and if get this, if you have a defense that's lined up in a position where he wants to go to ball, because you say something that was so brilliant. Aaron Rodgers, he throws to his receiver. Brady throws the spots. Yep. Brady's a by the way, 99% of the quarterbacks. That's why precision routes are important in the league because you're throwing the spots. You got to get the ball out on time. You can't be sitting back there four seconds. You're going to get your quarterback killed. I don't care what kind of O-line you have. So when Jalen goes back, I mean, Brady will go like this. He'll come to the line of scrimmage. He'll see the free safety or strong safety over on the hash where he wants to go in the slot. Gronk can get him a block and release, or he wants to get his Y coming across the middle on a slant. What Brady will do, he'll drop back and he'll look this way and float this way. It automatically floats the defense over. You're creating a passing lane, and then you turn back and you go back to the guy that you know you want to throw to, and he throws to that spot. Brady moves the defense with his head. He moves them just one step here, one step here. We're, t- we're trained to do this. When, when they go back and you're watching Tom Brady, Brady, you see, you're automatically, because the defense slides, he's creating passing lanes. Roethlisberger yep. was spectacular at creating passing lanes yep. for his wide receivers. You think Jalen has that ability to be able to do that right now as a quarterback? No, but that's something that, 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 that's something that Ben learned throughout his time as a quarterback. Big Ben he had Bruce what, Arians. Right. And what made Big Ben a good quarterback early is his ability to be able to hold the ball a long time. And if somebody got beat, he was strong enough to still throw with somebody draped over him. And guys would eventually get open. Because if you look at that early in his career, he had all small receivers that would get lost. Um, that would get lost in 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 you know in in the defense. And he was a big guy, so he could see over the offensive line. And he understood where the ball was supposed to go, but he couldn't see them. And eventually he became good at just even, you know, when somebody's draped over, he knew where the ball was supposed to go and he'd get it to him. That's not something that he started out doing, you know, being able to manipulate the defense. He was just so big that they just couldn't tackle him. He would get the ball out. So, you know, everybody's progressive. Everybody can learn to do that. Carson – We'll never be able to do that. I don't think he can manipulate defense. If you're not open, the no. ball is not coming to you. He's holding here. Wentz's issues to me, it's it's it, it's it's just he's too tunnel vision 
on one, like on the play. He draw, He's so mechanical. Yep. In how he plays, that when he goes back, and by the way, stop freaking patting the ball. Stop <laughs> doing that, man. Because what you're doing is you're tipping off everybody on what you're doing and where you're going. He's patting the ball, man. Stop patting it, man. Get back there. And again, move your head, use your head, slide your feet. His problem was, again, holding on to the ball. And for whatever reason, dude, he's a turnover machine. This guy's like a windmill. He doesn't make and you, good decisions. If I'm pass rushing him, Barrett, I'm not trying to sack him. I'm slapping his hand. Because this guy will put the ball on the ground, man, because he's All just day. not very good at protecting the football. Let's take a break, man, because uh, – I got a team that's I, I, also I hate, out now. I, I, hate, I hate wins. What? I hate talking about wins, man. He, he hurt my feelings, bro. He hurt my feelings, man. He hurt my feelings, man. He, he just I, didn't – he just didn't grow to be the guy that I thought he was going to be. Too weak? Yes. Weak-minded. Man, that's crushing. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, and man. I'll, I'll explain it. I'll explain why, but you know it. All right, yeah, hang on to that. Another team looks like they have dropped out too of the Watson sweepstakes too. So we'll hit all on that. Please hit the like button. Back at three here on the middle. Keep it here on the middle. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the memories. Go for the view. It goes on forever. Go for the bubbles in your bathtub and in your drink. Go to bed whenever you want. Or don't. Go for him. Go for her. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. Imagine for a moment that you went to work today, and when you came home, you were catastrophically injured. Your life and your family's life. That's what happened to union construction worker Mike Little. I was scared of what the end was going to be, but to be 100% honest with you, I knew I was going to be all right just by talking with Brian. In my heart, I just knew everything was going to be all right. Call the firm and find out why they say, we got this. Call 215-458-2222. Field of Life. First Trust Bank is there for you. 
Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Welcome back to the middle. Barrett Brooks, Dan Cilio. You would think, Barrett, that Deshaun Watson and his agent had over 18 months to figure out where they wanted to play. Right. <laughs> Why did this deal just happen like three days ago? What's that? Why did this deal just happen three days ago? When free agency opened. Right. Um, or trading him, just trading him. Why, 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 why hasn't this happened today? The season ended. Why is it taking so long? I mean, that's a good question. I mean, why didn't they take advantage of all this time? I, I think it was, I think it was more so because nobody knew about the, oh yes, legal, that's right. the legal stuff. That's right. They wanted to wait for the court case, but okay. So the day that the court case now comes back that there's no indictment coming down. Why didn't he sign the next day? Right. Well, they didn't have a I deal. I mean, you had a whole year to know what's up. You knew what you had to offer. You know, why didn't you put it in the front of him, you know? And if we learned anything about the Russell Wilson deal, the Russell Wilson deal, they were working on for two, three weeks. Yep. This case here, you've had a whole year to work with this. Well, what, How are um, you not like this? Well, well criminal see, charges yeah. cleared. Here's the new contract, hypothetically. Carolina. Sign. Right. Why is well, that happening? I'm, I'm looking at this like, Why are we Sleazy Money, where'd you trade? get that at? Where, where, where'd, New Orleans, where, where'd Sleazy Money get his New Orleans number one, Atlanta number two, and Eagles number three? Where'd you get that at? Is that That's something just what's being reported. From who? Right. Shifty. <laughs> Looks like Carolina may be out, though. So why is that? Why, why is the re- reason is that? No clue. It's just what people are saying. Watch this. It's what the internet's saying. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that makes it right. Hey, Dan, that makes it right, though. It feels, that makes it right. <laughs> it's like water and air. Hey, if it's on the outhouse wall of social media, Twitter, it must be true. Right? Okay. It has to be true. Hey. Okay. Okay. Duck goes like this. Sills. It's like a hot chick getting attention from all the suitors. <laughs> yeah, but wait, but 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 why go through all that? Why are you meeting with the Saints two, three times? Why are you talking to Atlanta? Why are you talking to Carolina? Why are you talking to Cleveland? Why are you talking to some of these other teams? Why are you talking? And by the way, there has to be more. Let's just not even say how he's telling the truth. Just if you're telling me five teams. Are, are have contacted only you and I went through 19 teams just about no shit wait a minute it was like 28 teams that we did that teams would be at least have an interest or at least spark a conversation with Nick Casario of the Texans okay you're telling me only four teams are public come on man just doesn't sound right, man. Right? Tell me why you can't stand Wentz. <laughs> hey, by the way, I'm picking Washington as the favorite to win the NFC East with him. I can't. I can't <laughs> with that. I can't. Um, 
You think I mean, Jalen's a better quarterback? No, I don't think Jalen's a better quarterback. I think as a quarterback, talent-wise, he has a stronger arm. Mental-wise, I think Hurts is a better quarterback because he's not a turnover machine. He also understands that it's more than just your your body that makes you a good quarterback. It's more than just what your faith is that makes you a good quarterback. It's more than just, you know, your locker room presence that makes you a, a good quarterback. A quarterback needs to be a leader of men. And I think Carson just doesn't have – he doesn't have a clue on what it is to be that type of leader. And I think that he did, you know – some stuff, you know, that he that could have helped him out in being a better quarterback, but instead he chose to, you know, pack up and run. I mean, he his one of his, you know, best players that you know made him who he was 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 Zach Ertz, and for him to not go to bat for Zach Ertz, man, I just think it's kind of slimy, man. It it worked out that way. You think it's an obligation for the quarterback and only the quarterback because Barrett, I think it's. Because you know this, when we're asked questions in the locker room, sometimes players are set up. What do you think of your guy, Barrett, in the contract negotiations right now with the team? See, to me, what I would say is I wouldn't have a problem doing it. I go, hey, I hope they back the Brinks truck up and give it to him. Yep. And I yep. go, other than that, I really don't have anything else to say. I don't, I, don't, I, I don't use his checking account. So, like, you know, it's not really my business, but you should back the Brinks truck up. You should always be on the side of your boy. Yep. Because you're always talking about the next guy behind him, too. And that's what we're always told by the NFL Players Association, you know? Don't take hometown discounts because at the end of the day, the dude behind you, you know, you're trying to get contracts up for everyone. Not that we all care about that. But when you have another deal coming up, you know, you, you I mean, from your first deal to your last deal, Barrett, I'm sure that that number was significantly different. Yep. And it was because the guys kept up elevating, right, and kept getting more money at the position. The television contracts were kicking in. The league was starting to really pick up, and the salary started escalating probably really during your time where you started seeing significant raises uh, in those salary caps. And it was because of guys like you, and it was because of guys back in the 80s and 70s that were starting to do that stuff. So, yeah, man, the thing with, with Wentz, it's just it's so perplexing because if you look at the stat sheet, you look at him and you go like this. Dude, he's got franchise numbers across the board. The year that he had 4,000 passing yards and had 4,500 passing yards and he didn't have a 1,000-yard receiver is freaking unbelievable. Unbelievable. That is an unreal season when you don't have a 1,000-yard receiver. Receiver. And you're throwing for that 30 touchdowns, 4,500 yards. That's a spectacular season. That's a well-balanced offense. 95 quarterback rating, almost 30 TDs. But then you watch him in the Titans game and you watch him against the Jags and you watch him against the Raiders in the last two games. It's almost like the collar around his neck just starts to really get tight, man, and squeeze the courage out of the guy. When you're asking Carson Wentz to win a ball game, but then again, too, when you're asking Baker Mayfield to win a ball game, when you're asking Wentz to win a ball game, here, I'll even add uh, Jalen. You think Jalen Hurts really? If you took the running game away, it's going to lead the Eagles to a win. I don't. He's not going to win a ball game for you. If the Eagles were not the, if the Eagles didn't have the number one running attack in the NFL, that team's a four-win team. They're a four, he's not 
I mean, they didn't have another thousand yard receiver, and they drafted the Heisman Trophy guy. In the and draft. but when you look at it though, how many teams do have that type of quarterback? You know, I mean, that's why it's a team concept instead of being an individual concept, individual award. There's only we so many saying, guys. We were saying the same thing about Stafford in Detroit, weren't we, for years? Exactly, exactly. Stafford we really was, were. I mean, he we had all the numbers that, in the world. Right, Garrett. You're right. We were saying that about we were saying that about um, Matthew Stafford. Matthew Stafford gets better coaching. He's got a better organization around him. And more importantly, he got better talent. Or, I don't know. Wait a minute. Megatron, Cooper Cup. I'll take Megatron all day. It ain't even close <laughs> of a conversation. It's not close. But you take that. They're He's defense. the first ballot Hall of Famer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, even during that time, even during that time that he was in Detroit, when they did have talent around him, and they just didn't have the talent on the defensive side of the ball, it's got to come together, man. It is so hard. People understand how 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 hard it is to get to the playoffs, you know, or, or to, you know, to win a game in the NFL, a lot of things just have to fall right. You got to be lucky a lot of the times, but some people influence that luck because they work so damn hard that they put themselves in a better situation to be successful. Like Tom Brady, everybody said, Oh, they want to be a Tom Brady. They want to be Tom, but they don't understand the hours and hours of tape study and, and, and going over stuff and, and always in your, you know, I mean, they love Tom, but Tom is on people all the time about, hey man, you got to be at this point at this time at the, you know at this step. Um, switch your feet up so you can be, you know, when you get to this point, you'll be able to go in. I mean, he's such a he's such a, a detail oriented player that you know it's almost monotonous how much he he comes to his players about. You and know, it's the same know. thing with the Cooper Cup and 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 um and and um and Stafford. I mean, they they get in at what five in the morning, four thirty-five in the morning, and go over all hours and hours of film so they could be this point at that. I mean, it's a lot of dedication it takes to be as good as these guys are. Don't you agree, Barrett? As a veteran, a guy like Brady, we were talking about this a couple days ago on how Brady and Belichick used to play war games with one another, and they used to go back and forth, and they instead of talking about you know, techniques and stuff. They did that for Josh McDaniels and the quarterback coaches and these other guys. These guys were talking about third and ten, second and seven. They're talking about situational stuff. Don't you think also it's the amount of time you put into something, and when you see someone on your team, say, for instance, yourself, you're training, you're doing all the things, you're doing extra work, maybe you need to do a little extra conditioning, you'll do something, you'll go hit the sled, you'll go do something, and then you see a rookie pick his helmet up and go in, and all of a sudden he wonders why he's not playing. And he comes right. to you and asks you why you're not playing. You look at the guy and you go like this, bro, I've watched you for two straight months, man. First guy in, first guy out. I go, that's not how, bro, this is not a punch your time card in kind of job. Okay. You're constantly working. I needed to know this too, Barrett, by the way, I, after the fact, this is not a, let me put my time card in and I'm going home. Man, the film, the study work you need to do, the tendencies you're looking at, I need to know every single thing that Barrett Brooks does that's not good. You know what I line up and do? I get Barrett's best and his strengths against someone like Reggie, and then I'll turn around and I'll watch him against Bruce Smith, or I'll watch him against Neil Neil Smith or people like that. What did Neil do? Was it an arm under? How was he on his inside? 
Because yep. sometimes guys are weaker on their inside than on their outside shoulder. Does he give up the inside? You have to sit there and you're putting a game plan. And then what you do is I practice my first three pass rush moves on your weakness. And I have them already and I've practiced them. I have them in my mind what I'm going to do because this guy set strong to his outside and I'm going to give a rip up, come underneath, and hopefully the tackle comes around and we're going to do a DT stunt inside here. And I'm going to pull his ass over and either I'm going to come free with inside pressure or the guy looping around is going to come free. Outside guy in the seven technique or the five technique is going to get that tackle wide. We're going to see if we can get that lane in there. Yep, and that comes from it. It, it gets so bad sometimes that you watch so much film that you get deja vu because you've went over in your head hundreds and thousands of times what's going to happen during game time situations. Oh, I know on third down what they like to do is they like to line a wide uh, nine out there, and then a lot of um, they'll they'll line the you know the defensive tackle. He's out not even a four, I mean uh, three. He's in a four eye almost on the tackle to create this pass rush so they can get up the field, you know, because there were, there are were teams like um, Tampa Bay where they had rice and they had uh, your boy uh, sap and sap will be all of us lined up on the tackle in a wide three, what he called a four eye. And then rice would be out even farther than that in a wide nine, probably a wide 10 creating space and rush up the field, but, but have a stunt where he picks the tackle just from his alignment and go inside. Those are all things you got to look at. Like I said, it becomes deja vu sometimes how it, the scenario works out in your head because you've done so much research. And it took even Big Ben. Big Ben started out being one of the first guys in and one of the first guys out. I mean, the last guy in and the first guy out. And it took, you know, a guy like not Jerome Bettis, but um, Heinz Ward. Hey, man, you got to spend a little bit more time because, you know, Wizard Hunt could say to him all day, hey, man, you need to spend more time. And he'd just be like, all right, you know, yeah, whatever. But when it's to the players, you know, like, you know, Heinz Ward, Perino Pobo said, hey, man, let's spend a little more time out on the field going over passing routes. Let's do a little bit more time as far as film study, seeing what we need to see and what this defense is going to challenge us in. You know, it took a little more time him going to Jeff Harding, who's our center, saying, hey, man, Let's go through some snaps because it'll be time we're going to send a blitz. And I got to get this ball to you a little earlier on the snap count to help our tackles out because our tackles are trying to get back a little faster. We got to speed this up a little bit. You know, it took individuals going to him and saying, we got to work on this for him to take his game to another level. So he then in turn become the teacher and start telling these guys, hey, we need to work on this slant play or slant and go or whatever we're going to do. You know, the slugger route is going to help us out a lot. It is, it, you know, that's a learn. That's a learned response that I think Jalen has, but I don't think Carson had it to start off. No, I, I agree. I, I, I think he's more a student of the game, Jalen. Anthony says something important here. Dan Watson is a franchise quarterback. With the, the last time he was on a field, he was four and twelve. Hey, oh, well, yeah. I'll throw this at you. Do you think Matthew Stafford's a franchise quarterback? Matthew Stafford has an under five hundred record as a starting quarterback in the league. Did, did, did you think that Eli Manning was a um, starting quarterback or a franchise quarterback? He's 117 and 117 and two. He's a 500 quarterback. You think those guys are franchise guys? Right. I mean, right. it's a team sport. Okay. It's a team sport. So when I, bro, and, 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 and another thing too, you know, I mean, when I'm, when you look at Deshaun Watson and you look at Jalen Hurts, 
Come on, man. Again, it's like looking at it's like looking at your favorite car, Ferrari versus a Yugo. Right. <laughs> I mean, the, 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 you, you're 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 fooling yourself if you're talking your. See, that's what happens too, Barrett. People talk themselves into things instead of lo- just using the number one test you have in everything we do in our life is our eyeball test. Yep. Then all of a sudden we start dissecting things. Oh, well, maybe why should I give up three ones? This guy had a four and 12 record. He was this and that. And you're like, use your eyeball test, man. I mean, your, your eyes don't lie to you. Your brain does. Your brain tells you BS. I tell people that all the time that why do you think offensive linemen and defensive linemen go over the same play a billion times? It's because coaches are teaching us repetition, so it becomes second nature. Muscle memory. Muscle memory. Hey, when you're in here, like I, we talked about this before, man, when I see that guard go away, bam, I'm back yep. inside immediately because I know something. My key went here, boom, I'm back inside because that center may go away. I know they're looping around and they're trapping me or yep. they're going to bring a fullback trap on me. So what I'm going to do, as soon as that guy goes that way, I'm back here. because Somebody leaves, somebody replaces. Yep. When something leaves, there's going to be something there to replace it. Absolutely. Yep. And he's either looping around or they're going to run a fullback trap on you. And they're going to try to do something up the middle like that. So it becomes, you know, I, I, I told my daughter, I mean, I can almost close my eyes just by the feel of what they're trying to do. A guard's coming up, trying to slip and scoop. The center's trying to get in front of me got to get your hands down low you've got to move your feet constantly there's so many things after a while you do it and if you've been fortunate enough to play as long as barrett has you understand that you just can feel when a guy's on his three technique or how about how many times have you had a guy do this you could tell what he was going to do just in his alignment yep yep you know you look down the center and go hey Okay, I'm he, he, outside. You, you know he's going to try to he come back inside because he's trying to do something. He's trying to influence you. Or how about when the guards? They oh, Notorious Alex Gibb is influence blocks. Those yep. influence <laughs> blocks, they, I mean, they're the hardest thing to read for a D lineman because it doesn't make sense. An influence block doesn't make sense. And you're like, you're going like this because these guys, they block area. They don't block a man, and they get off the line of scrimmage. You happen to be in that area, first guy up, you hit him. That's Alex Gibb, very simple, yep. but it's hard. It's, because it goes against your keys. Because one goes you away. Have, yeah. It is. You really have to be key-oriented when you're playing against an Alex Gibb-type guy because your keys are constantly going to keep you in the game. Because that area blocking, to me, was really difficult to handle because – you, you just, I mean, they blocked the first thing in their face. Yep. When you go into a spot, as opposed to when I was with, uh, I was with Gibbs, like, it was almost like we were pull blocking. We're running outside zone, but it's almost like we're pull blocking to the next gap. And sometimes we wouldn't even touch the guy that's in front of me, and the guy would be trying to, you know, touch us. And we like, no, I'm gone. I would kind of keep my hand like this, and I'm going to the next, you know, the next area. And you're like, well, why isn't he hitting me? And there's a guy pulling around. Instead of, you know, somebody goes and replaces him. It's another guy coming around who's doing the same thing, coming to you. You're like, well, who should I get, him or should I go there? Where's my gap at? I'm, it's, 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 it's releasing. 
it's actually extending my gap for what, you know my my responsibility as a defensive lineman. Where 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 where's Howie? Where 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 are you, guy? I'm checking my phone. I'm where where are you, man? Where where's going on here? Come on, help me out, Barrett. What happened? You still ain't you still ain't called yet, man. I mean tomorrow. So the be day. patient. You want yeah, me to be, be patient, patient though? I'm thinking tomorrow's the day, man. I'm thinking he's gonna make that decision to be a Philadelphia Eagle tomorrow. Well, tomorrow's the 18th. Yep. <laughs> Guys owe forty million dollars tomorrow. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Guys owe forty million tomorrow, man. So okay? we'll see. We'll see," said the blind man. <laughs> hey, okay, hey, forty million is on the. Hey, forty million is like on the books there, and you you better have the. Hey, now do you get the day, or do you have to do it before the eighteenth? Well, I mean, you get the day. I, I think at four o'clock. So close the business. Yeah. So I mean, forty million on your cap, and if he gets traded, that's still thirty million against your cap, isn't it? Twenty-eight five. <laughs> okay, 30, yeah, wait, wait, wait. Yeah, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm nickel and diming you over two million. Hey, a uh, million five. Yeah, Barrett, I'm like, hey, I, you know, yeah, I'm nickel and diming you. Yes, you sound like my wife with the bank account. Is there two thousand in there, or no? yeah, but around? Around means like fourteen hundred, right? <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's kind of ballpark. <laughs> that's not, yeah, right around oh, that area. Man. Right around that area. Yeah, it's right around that time. You know how much did you spend today? Yeah, right around two hundred, three hundred dollars. How much again? Three hundred ninety-five. You're like, that's not what you told me. <laughs> that's not what we said here, man. All right, so. I'm going to have another NFL Hall of Fame uh, writer on later on, and we'll talk with him. I forget I forget his name. What the hell is his name I'm going to have on? He, he votes for the Hall. By the way, he loves you, too. This is one of the guys that asked me to come on. Oh, yeah, Howard Balzer. He's going to be on with me a little bit later on, too. So we're hopefully we get some more clarity. So you're happy with, with um, Howie getting his extension? I, I I'm um I'm hoping it's a reason why he got an extension because he's almost got the deal closed. And um I don't see him doing anything else. So I think they've made Watson the focal point of, of what they're trying to do. How about this is a three team parlay? Matt Ryan goes to the Eagles, Watson goes to <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Oh, okay, okay, listen. That's Barrett Brooks. <laughs> we don't have a middle tomorrow because of the Maxwell Awards. Brother, you have a great weekend, man. I'll see you on Monday, man. I'll yes, get, we'll catch you on the flip side. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the memories. Go for the view. It goes on forever. Go for the bubbles in your bathtub and in your drink. Go to bed whenever you want. Or don't. Go for him. Go for her. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. At stateside. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16 ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% lean ground sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca Cola, Pepsi, or 7 Up, all with your card. 
Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.